0: El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación.
1: Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show. A podcast about news, politics, pop culture, current events, and whatever else people are talking about these days. With your host, adam todd brown hey everybody welcome to you don't even like this show a podcast about news current events fucking information <laughs> trucks whatever the fuck we <laughs> want to talk about i yeah. am your host adam todd brown joining me as co-host this week ooh, my favorite co-host of all no co-host but i do have a couple of guests. Case in point, Connor McSpadden's here.
2: Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why I went with that.
1: <laughs> it was a choice. Hey, that's Kevin Anderson who is also here. I'm also here. This is my second time on Y Delt. Everyone knows Connor. Everyone knows Kevin. Yeah. I don't have to introduce anybody. I mean I already did, but why I'll why condescend it.
2: to the listener who's already a huge fan of both of us? Exactly.
1: <laughs> and hey, if you are a huge fan of me and Connor both. On November 10th, you can come out to the sardine in San Pedro and see us telling jokes. It will be my second return to comedy of the year after I tried to mount a little comeback in February and then had to have surgery on my face. And boy, was that Ah, debilitating for a while. You had surgery on your face? What happened? You didn't hear about this? I went to the dentist in November last year, and when they were numbing my teeth, a needle broke off in my jaw jesus christ and was like stuck it's been the talk of the
0: podcast community
1: and i had to get (laughs) like actual operating room surgery at ucla to get it out ucla was the only place that had the necessary equipment to get it out i had to do it at the ronald reagan hospital which makes sense because if anyone's going to know a thing or two about fishing a shard of metal out of someone's head (laughs) it's going to be the ronald (laughs) reagan hospital (laughs) The recovery from that was fucking brutal, and
2: it's... That sounds brutal, but Needlejaw sounds like a killer hardcore band.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You should see the x-ray. I'll text it to you. It's metal as oh, fuck. Oh, please.
0: They're opening for Dying Fetus, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, and MS Paint.
0: <laughs> MS Paint.
2: That's a real
1: hardcore band.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I love... That is fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> there are a few things more hardcore than MS Paint, so... It's pretty it really raw.
2: As a visual aesthetic, I think MS Paint is criminally underappreciated. It is like, super
0: DIY. Like, <laughs> it's very pe- punk rock in that regard.
2: I mean, the, the Pepe memes came from MS Paint. They single-handedly destabilized our entire internet and government.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's not
2: enough. MS Paint moves mountains.
1: Yeah. And see Photoshop doing that shit.
0: Poojie-ass Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop's just like a soft centrist fucking platform. <laughs>
2: Yeah, MS Paint is for the, the hard right and the hard left.
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing in between. Oh yeah, no nope. shoe theory, baby. <laughs> so we're doing a local news roundup episode. These are some of my favorite episodes. I know it seems like, oh, you're doing news stories from around the country, so you just mean news? But no, not really, because these are all things that I pull from, if not local news outlets, they're stories that aren't really being reported on a national level, like this first one. These
2: are stories from the couch cushions of America.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Illinois. sticky pennies
0: of America. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) I'll say Illinois again, and then someone talk.
0: Illinois.
1: (laughs) So Illinois has become the first state in the nation to eliminate cash bail, which is a thing L.A. did not too long ago. And that is why there are people asking me to sign petitions in front of my local grocery store every time I go. (laughs) Because they want George Gascon to be recalled. But uh, here's the thing, cash bail fucking sucks. It's a bad thing. Yeah, it's not good.
2: It's kind of a barbaric system.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't, like, whether you are able to get out of jail until your trial should not depend on whether you're rich or not.
0: Yeah, it's you're being held because you're broke, which they're already being held in a prison of their own mind being broke. Like, why would you also want to be like, hey, you can't cough up uh, $5,000 for this jaywalking ticket you didn't pay, well, you're going to have to sit in prison for a while. Not prison, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah.
2: America just has such a boner for punitiveness that, like, then let's turn it into a game show, and you've got to come up with 75 grand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's some bullshit. watch that. Yeah, I probably would watch that show, it sounds...
0: <laughs> Yeah, that would be a pretty good show, frankly, in the Pawn Stars programming block. <laughs> and they have to do it to people that could normally afford bail, though, and they have to, like, squid game them instead. Like, people that... Like, if you shouldn't do it to people that are already impoverished. You should do it to people that, and they have to play for charity. They don't even get to keep the money they win. Like, they they just get to, they have to stay in unless they could uh, beat a fifth grader in an arm wrestling or whatever the hell is going on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. One thing people are concerned about when it comes to eliminating cash bail is, well, you're just putting criminals back on the streets. And it's like, yeah, sometimes, but also you're sometimes putting a motherfucker who, again, got like, I don't know, a minor shoplifting charge back on the streets. And that's fine. I don't care about yeah, that. Maybe he's
0: got a sick kid at home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Let's make it the most sympathetic hypothetical straw man we can come up with. Andy's got AIDS. <laughs> he's got has uh, one leg. Is one leg. Yeah. And
0: that leg is gay. And, <laughs> and he didn't even do anything. Yeah. Yeah. He was arrested for being too handsome. <laughs> He was arrested for driving with too
2: many licenses. He had three <laughs> yeah, copies of his good. license.
0: Yeah, he had four copies of his registration. He had he had an extra spare tire for everyone in town. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> I, and spare tire IPA. He liked to party, and he would give out <laughs> free booze. He was yeah, a real hero. Yeah. Well, that's what he was arrested for originally, is he had a trunk full of warm IPA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like if we're going to keep cash bail, it needs to be like a sliding scale thing based on your income. Which is absolutely yeah. how, like, speeding tickets should work.
2: I got an idea. How about gash bail? You have to produce one woman that'll fuck you, and they'll let you out of prison. <laughs>
1: that would but be fair I've rule, also.
2: I've heard the rule you should not be able to produce a woman that'll fuck you if you want to buy a gun. I think it works for bail, too. Like, well, you
1: know, I mean, he's not completely But then it's
2: unlovable.
1: It's still going to be mostly rich people who benefit from that. Right.
2: Uh, that's true. Yeah, you can just pay a sex worker to show up and... <laughs> Hey, Cynthia.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: have to, you have to, you have to provide evidence that it wasn't a sex worker and you got it with game. You have to, you have to be like, no, I spit this game. Like here's my receipts. Here's my DMS. I must display actually... evidence of game. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I do feel like though, if you're like a billionaire and you get a speeding ticket, that should be like 500 grand. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you're a poor person and you get like a $500 ticket, that could seriously destabilize your life.
0: Yeah, that's
2: that's a significant amount of your net worth.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, you go to
0: celebritynetworth.com and it switches from seven hundred to two hundred dollars. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> and, or you might have to do what I call a Bank of America microloan, which is where you can overdraft your bank account by like two hundred dollars just for the cost of an overdraft fee. Oh. If you, God. If you ever had to, you've ever had, if you've really been broke. You've had to pull a few of those.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah like bail if we're going to have cash bail it should work the same way like if you're rich it should cost more to bail out than if you're poor but also Mitt
2: Romney should lose his summer house if he gets pulled over (laughs)
1: exactly
0: I mean it's a crazy concept in general the idea that like all right well we're gonna wait like the fact that it has ever existed it's good that it's going away in certain places obviously but like it, it is pretty draconian in a way of like well if you have enough money you're free. And like that is like, you know, a microcosm of how all of America works, but it is weird that people would think that it's like a good thing. Like, especially what I think it's going to come up later, but like the people that are like against this, who are very scared of crime with a capital C. Uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy to me.
1: Yeah. That's been the concern here, especially with like smash and grab robberies and shit. Yeah. And it's like the police weren't catching those people in the first place. Like it doesn't,
2: yeah. Yeah. And it's not like response times in LA were awesome.
1: Right. <laughs> and yeah, like it does end up with some, you know, criminals just being released back out into the streets, but that's always like the exception and not really the rule. Right. Like this well, is- it's kind of like,
2: People bitch about food stamps. Like, what if someone abuses the food stamps program? I don't know. Then a grocery store will get two hundred dollars in your community. Like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh, fucking no!
1: (laughs) Somebody's gonna have a banana.
0: One-legged kid,
1: (laughs) and that leg has AIDS, and that leg has AIDS. Yeah. The example they use in the article we'll link to is a guy named Shannon Ross. He was arrested on weapons charges a few years ago. His bond was $75,000, which means he would have had to pay $7,500 to get out of jail. And he didn't have that. So he sat in jail for four and a half months waiting on his court date. And I know there are people who will hear, oh, but weapons charges, that's a real criminal. That is not the point. If he was a rich person with weapons charges, he spends those four and a half months out on the streets. Right. And, like, if there's any criminal you don't want released onto the streets, it's a rich one.
2: Yeah, right. An evil Batman. Doesn't that sound fun? (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) And so, yeah, essentially only rich people can afford to commit crimes. Well, to be fair, they worked pretty hard for that privilege.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: they earned it.
1: Yeah, they They earned it. Look,
0: if if these people wanted to have more money to get out of jail, they should have worked harder to be born of richer parents. Like, what... Is going on. You can't get adopted. You know, come on. Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, America.
1: But we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Like even the court systems in Chicago and Illinois seem to be on board with this. It's just like conservatives and right wingers, of course, who are like, Oh no, that's, that's going to be crime. And it's like, there's going to be crime no matter what. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, crime is going to get all of us. It's coming for us specifically at all times. And we should do everything we can to arrest poor people so we feel better about nothing ever happening to us.
2: Exactly. Well, crime affects you directly proportional to the amount of your life you live in fear of it. So as long as you're afraid, you're safe. Yeah. Yes. That, that, and as long as that, you're afraid. Right. afraid of the right things. That's,
0: that is the truest thing. I, I think that's a neck tattoo I've seen somewhere.
1: <laughs> as long as it's you're a pretty lengthy say, neck tattoo, it's but a, it's a good one. It's, it's more of a choker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one group that is especially on board with this plan and you would think it would go the other way is advocates for sexual assault victims and probably advocates for sexual assault too. But <laughs> what yeah, what's their, what's their
2: super PAC? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you would think the sexual assault victim advocates would be opposed to this because, well, if someone commits a sexual assault, they're just going to be right back on the streets with no cash bail. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's always been the case. If the person was rich and so Russell Brand, yeah, topical. Hey, topical <laughs> news. Yeah. He just got demonetized by YouTube. It's like, oh no, what's Russell Brand gonna do now for money? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, there's no way he's gonna make bail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got. He's lost his YouTube income.
2: I'm smelling like a like a signature kombucha line very soon. Like it's got to pivot to merch. You no. Know?
0: Yeah. I think so. I mean. I think, I think uh, that would be very on brand. Oh, Kevin, come yeah. Come on, Kevin. What do you think? No, that wasn't, that wasn't good. <laughs> take a, take a, take a lap. All right. I'll see you guys.
1: And also under the Chicago law, if you commit a violent crime, you can still be detained. And that part I like too, because there's no option for bailing yourself out in that case. A judge just decides, Hey, you are a violent criminal. You have to stay here until you're court tape yeah i'm sure that will be administered very fairly and equally <laughs> and with <laughs> no, 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 no bias toward one no. race or anything like that
0: no not at all but i i do think that uh i do think it's crazy that before this we were giving the same bail uh options to people who had done a rape and people who had parked uh with a little bit in a red curb too yeah. many times like yeah. I, I, there should be some differentiation there
1: <laughs> yeah and it, In Illinois, especially, like primarily in Chicago, but stuff like parking tickets just victimize the shit out of people. There was a big investigation by, I think, the Chicago Sun-Times where they found that not only are parking tickets issued way more frequently in poor neighborhoods, the city uses that to basically impound people's cars and then sell them. And what's really frustrating is you get this ticket, your car gets impounded. So you're getting all these charges and eventually they're like, all right, well, this is too much. We're going to have to sell your car. And your next thought is going to be, Oh, so you're going to sell my car and that money is going to go toward paying down what I owe you. No, 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 yeah. no, no. They sell your car and you still owe them the same amount of money.
2: Yeah. That is fucked.
1: Yeah. It's a fucking racket. And that needs to be fixed next in Illinois. But
0: I would say, I uh, just uh, a quick aside, just, I also think there's a conspiracy about uh, street sweeping. Uh, <laughs> I think like street sweeping is only administered in neighborhoods where they're trying to keep poor people out because streets are going to be filthy. They don't really, it doesn't matter. You don't need to sweep streets. How, it, it's weird that only some streets get swept and it's the ones where you get $80 parking tickets if you don't remember to move your car every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. and you live there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. nuts.
1: Yeah, now that I think about it, they don't do any street sweeping in my neighborhood. I've never seen a street sweeper. There's no, like, time of day you can't park. Weird.
0: It's It doesn't, I don't have it in my neighborhood either, but back when you and I lived very close to each other in Burbank, Adam, we had it everywhere, and I got so many tickets there, (laughs) like, while living there. It was insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, that definitely happened.
2: We'll do the street sweeping psyop next week. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So... Let's talk about this next story. Also out of Illinois, Chicago starting next month might eliminate the tipped minimum wage, which that's that thing where if you're a server and you get tips, you get paid like $6 an hour instead of what everyone else gets paid, which has always been kind of some bullshit. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, I would never, I would never take human gratitude. as that much of a given or to human generosity? The, like the completely assumed like that, like most people are really nice and most people will leave a nice tip for the server, especially poor people. I, I was at dinner with a bunch of poor people the other day. I could not believe the tips. These people were leaving, yeah. uh, just like the, just out of sheer camaraderie
0: and obligation. A hundred percent. Speaking of dropping your net worth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel the same way. like, Cause you hear these stories about like rich people also tipping like shit sometimes too. Like when you see like, Oh, I waited on blank, blank, insert celebrity name here. And they gave me a 5% tip on a $300 check. I'm just like, yeah, Yeah. I feel like poor people would have scrapped it together somehow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If I have a shitty server at a restaurant, that basically means you're getting a 20% tip instead of like 25. Like that's, that's how I stick it to a bad server. Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a shitty job, and I don't know what they're going through.
0: 100%. Like,
1: I would probably be an asshole if I was a server, too. Because... But the idea,
0: like what Connor said, though, like it is crazy that this has ever been allowed to be like, well, yeah, you're only making $9 an hour, but, like, most people make, like, if you take what tips on aggregate people get, you're making, like, 50 an hour. It's like... That's not. I don't like. I don't like a a non-solid. Like if that was on a resume, like or on an application for anything else, like you can make between nine and fifty dollars an hour. I'd be like, okay, can you just give me a rate?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, what kind of telemarketing is this?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Room to grow. You could get up to 50. You're definitely not, but that is such that a means telemarketer that I'm thing. selling cleaning products at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever brought vacuums to someone's house?
1: <laughs> yeah, currently the minimum wage in Chicago is $15.80 per hour. But if you get tips, it's $9.48, which- That's- in so, terms of cost of living, Chicago is absolutely the Los Angeles of the Midwest. Yeah. Like 948 an hour, even with tips, isn't going to get you that far. It's a very expensive place to live. But on the bright side, you get all that gun violence. Which <laughs> argue with that feature. Yeah, you're paying for the ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Biggest rat population I in mean, the United States? Sign me up. Is that you really want to Mm -hmm. like walk away
2: with a big pocket full of cash when you're just going to get robbed anyway?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like they pay you so little. So
0: you have less to lose. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is true about Chicago. Biggest rat population, even more than New New York. York.
0: They, they came over New York.
1: Yeah. They, they have topped New York. And if you spend enough time in Chicago, you'll see it. Those rats are fucking everywhere, which no thanks. No, thanks.
0: So, now do you think oh, I was gonna say do you think Chicago is following in the steps of Trey and Matt from South Park with their Casa Bonita thing because they eliminated tipping and just started paying all their servers thirty dollars an hour at their restaurant specifically but people were divided over that I wonder if that's related
1: <laughs> why would I don't get why people would be divided I mean the only objection people ever have is well restaurants are gonna raise their prices my oh, chicken sure. sandwich is gonna be 75 cents more. It's like fuck you and your chicken sandwich both, bitch. They also do that anyway. Like, yeah. They also just like,
0: have you been to a Subway sandwiches recently? They're <laughs> like nineteen dollars. Thank, thank
1: God I haven't. <laughs> oh, I still <laughs> fuck with Subway because I'll it's dip the, in there every once in a while. It's the only only place that still has a meatball sub. Jersey Mike's, which had the superior meatball sub, got rid of theirs. Quiznos doesn't have them anymore. Come on.
2: And sometimes a man wants to eat an impression of a meatball. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So more than 60 Chicago restaurants have signed on in support of this, but there are also a bunch who are opposed to it. If you can believe it, a lot of the big chain restaurants are very opposed to this because that's how corporate America works.
0: They're not standing in solidarity with the worker.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Go figure. (laughs) And there's some people who, want to wait until like the entire state makes this a thing and it's like well you're just delaying the inevitable then just fucking get it over with but this is a good thing it should happen in more places and servers should still get tips because man talk about being on the front lines you got to deal with the people and that sucks
2: you got to deal with some just raw personalities
0: i feel like one of the arguments that i've heard is that people uh will say like well even if you give us a flat rate and you don't allow tips then we're making less like i've heard that argument before uh like if we're getting 30 an hour but we're not allowed to receive tips because that's not the idea they're not trying to like say you can't tip because i don't think you could stop someone from leaving a 10 dollar bill on a table at the end of the meal you know right. like you can still tip but i think These some people are framing it like tipping is going to be outlawed or something like that. Like you will get arrested if you try to leave a tip when they're getting paid 30 an hour instead of nine.
1: Yeah, I could see a lot of restaurants if this goes through instituting a thing where, yeah, you can still tip and we're going to take that like the restaurant. will just. Uh, Oh, I could see that happening. Apparently, there's like some measure in place in Chicago already that is supposed to like make up that difference between the minimum wage and the tipped minimum wage. And it's like, well, for starters, then just raise the minimum wage. Like if you already have right it in place, but apparently it's a thing that some restaurant owners like abuse and end up keeping the money for themselves. And there are some who just want Chicago to go after those people. And it's like, no, just fucking raise the minimum wage.
0: Yeah. For the love of God.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the Texas of the Midwest, Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin abortion clinics are packed to the rafters <laughs> after a judge ruled that a pre civil war abortion ban that's been in place for about a year is not actually an abortion ban.
2: So I read this story and this reads like an episode of the Simpsons, like a <laughs> oh, law from 1849 being put back on the books.
1: Yeah, there were a 100%. few states that had laws like this on the books that once Roe v Wade was overturned, it just like made abortion illegal there automatically. And I'm like,
2: did we even know how pregnancy worked in 1849? Did we? Did, yeah. I thought we still thought it was a matter of uh, vapors and spirits.
1: Yeah. Did a fetus live long enough to be aborted in 1849?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's another good point. How many babies were born live? Like three a year?
1: <laughs> so after a year without abortion access, Planned Parenthood started offering the procedures again at their Madison and Milwaukee clinic locations, save at checkout when you use code YDELTS at Planned Parenthood for your abortions. Yeah, they add in a
0: gift shop, too, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
2: That would be such a sick promo code to see your, like, report at the end of the month. Like, well, you were good for 12. You killed 12 babies.
1: (laughs) And here's $120. Good job.
2: 10 bucks a sale. That's a pretty good rate.
1: Yeah, that's a good conversion rate. I'm not mad at it. So, yeah, there was this pre-Civil War... Trigger law on the books basically from 1849, and that's what Wisconsin used to ban abortion. And now that has gone to court, and Dane County Circuit Court Judge Diane Schlipper ruled in July that the 1849 law, which states that any person other than the mother who intentionally destroys the life of an unborn child is guilty of a class H felony. She decided that's referring to feticide and not abortion, which feticide is what it sounds like, the killing of an unborn fetus.
2: Yeah. It's kind of a surprisingly woke law for 1849, (laughs) even saying that the mother could kill the fetus. Yeah. Like, if you want to evict the little guy, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, How are we less progressive than (laughs) 1849? We're like, she clearly has autonomy in that situation, too. And even to do I th- feticide.
2: I think it was in 1849, the era of good feelings. Maybe that was what it had to do. <laughs> I can't believe I never knew the word feticide until today.
1: I didn't either. Yeah, I feel Talking like that about good
2: hardcore bands.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we, yeah, it was dying
0: fetus uh, is what it became. <laughs> but then it was, uh, yeah, that's perfect.
1: So Planned Parenthood, even though this could still go to the Supreme Court in Wisconsin, Planned Parenthood just decided to start Offering abortions again anyway, because the judge kind of ruled that this law, even if it was an abortion law, it's not really enforceable. Republicans have been going real hard against abortion recently in Wisconsin. Senator Ron Johnson, at a campaign event last fall, said he would support an abortion rights referendum, but only if voters had to stare at embryos and fetuses in jars before (laughs) casting their ballots. And here's the thing, Ron. Deal, no problem. Yeah, i
2: I always love this guy who proposes this because the what he's basically saying is let's get 800 fetuses for every polling location, <laughs> and a series of formaldehyde-filled jars. Like he's talking about a mass purchase of dead babies <laughs> for by the state. And it's you know an he's awesome got that. Proposal. Yeah,
0: and he takes care of that with two phone calls. Like he's got a guy.
2: <laughs> I, I know a distributor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 Republicans have got to guy that
2: that specializes in like guilt-based, like abstinence <laughs> education, medical oddities. Yeah, and he, here's first trimester, second trimester, and uh, if you really want the uh, top of the line
0: model, third trimester here. I also got some tattered orphans if you want them. They got they're all covered in soot. It's great.
1: Yeah, earlier this year, Republicans in Wisconsin also proposed a bill that would offer a thousand dollar tax credit to parents with unborn children for whom a fetal heartbeat has been detected
2: this is the worst idea ever is paying people (laughs) a thousand bucks to have a kid like because there's so many dumb people who are going to like not do the math on that (laughs) and be stoked yeah like have we not seen the movie idiocracy like (laughs) it's something we don't need to incentivize
0: yeah. yeah, 100%. And Excellent. that $1,000 is going to run out before the kid is born. Like, it was,
1: like just oh, hospital yeah. shit. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: That's going to be spent on pregnancy beers immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or an abortion. You never know. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that would,
2: that
0: would <laughs> yeah, be Do funny. they do a follow-up? Do they do a follow-up to make sure the kid was born? Or are people just absolutely yeah. taking that $1,000, getting an abortion, and then also buying, like, a scooter?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I get It'll pregnant some... once
2: a year for the 1000 bucks it will put some city miles on your uterus, but that's kind of a free (laughs) money machine.
1: (laughs) It was also reported last year that a group called Pro-Life Wisconsin, who I'm sure are a a real chill bunch, intended to use the 1849 ban as an opening to ban most common forms of contraception and birth control and prohibit in vitro fertilization, which I don't get that part.
2: Yeah, Yeah, if you want more babies, why not just accelerate the process? Is it just that it's an unnatural thing?
0: Yeah, it's against
1: God. Yeah, playing God. It's like, look, sometimes we get to do that these days. Technology has advanced. All right, let's talk about a legitimately sad story. Yeah, I don't know why you included this story. (laughs) It's such a bummer. (laughs) It is a huge bummer. A black bear in Colorado was euthanized recently because... Its intestines were plugged with human garbage. This happened in Telluride, Colorado. The bear weighed around 400. That's
2: 40, right. What? The bear ate Trisha Paytas. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was in Telluride, Colorado. It had to be euthanized because it was starving and in distress from consuming human trash. It weighed around 400 pounds. Was put down by Colorado Parks and Wildlife on September 9th because it showed, quote, signs of infection and was suffering from a severe intestinal blockage caused by consumed human trash. I love that this LA Times article, we will link to lists the following garbage items that were found in this bear's intestines. (laughs) Sanitary wipes, paper towels, food wrappers, onions, and other garbage. And I'm like, you're goddamn right, onions are garbage. (laughs) Fucking onions
2: are a man they're a man's food adam they're for they're for for people with a little testosterone you know
1: i hate them well i hate a f- i hate a raw onion like i'll fuck with an onion ring i can get behind like grilled onions sometimes but a raw onion oof
2: no okay yeah raw onions are the territory of shrek i'm with you <laughs> yeah
0: those are those are yeah i mean, I'm with Connor on this though. So I signed up for hymns and they sent me a discreet package full of raw onions. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice it's discreetly delivered to my doorstep and it's gonna get my I'm gonna get my comeback. It's gonna be awesome.
1: <laughs> it's just gonna taste like onions now.
0: By the way, I had to Google Trisha Paytas, but I totally co signed that joke you made earlier now. <laughs> I didn't know who that was. Yeah, I didn't know oh, who it was you. either.
1: What happened? Who is it? Tell me a YouTuber type. Oh, okay.
2: I, I kind of love Trisha Paytas, but I needed a quick reference. I'm sorry, babe.
1: <laughs> is she in Telluride, Colorado?
2: Uh, she's she's a lot of places she shouldn't be.
1: <laughs> her oh, kid's
0: right. name is Malibu Barbie. <laughs> is oh. that true? <laughs> it says that on her about. It says Malibu Barbie Paytas Hackman. That's very oh, funny. Jesus.
2: That's, that kind of rips.
0: Yeah, I, I like her a lot That's kind of
2: calling rip. your shot right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't hate that at all. I thought I was going to hate it, and then I thought about it for one second. I was like, nope, I don't hate that.
2: (laughs) I think if you've seen any of her mukbang videos, I think Trisha is going to die in a very similar way with her (laughs) intestines blocked by human garbage.
0: Yeah, she does the video where she's smashing her face into an onion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Colorado, the CPW, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, they received a report from people about this bear seeming like it was in distress they tracked it down saw that it was acting feverish and had puffy eyes and discharge coming from its eyes and mouth and it was moving in a way that indicated severe abdominal pain this is a quote the removal of the stomach and intestines showed that the bear was starving due to a plug of paper towels disinfectant wipes napkins parts of plastic sacks and wax paper food wrappers this plug was accompanied by French fries, green beans, onions, and peanuts. Notice how so he, so he got sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mostly mains, but some sides. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, what is it like a side of onions?
1: And you'll notice that the L.A. Times did not include French fries, peanuts, or green beans when they were listing right. garbage. They did include right, onions. Right, so. right, right, right. <laughs>
0: because see, I would say green beans are more garbage than onions.
2: I would, I would agree. I think this is journalistic bias.
1: Oh wow! (laughs) Fuck you both. Green beans, rip. They're so good. You ever had them in a Chinese place? Come on. Mm. Well,
0: anything's good if it's cooked well. I just can't cook them very well, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, because social media knows everything, once the story broke, people immediately jumped in and started, you know, berating the fictional tourists (laughs) who were doing this and causing all these problems which then prompted CPW to come out with another statement. Here's a quote. This was a town bear getting (laughs) residential (laughs) trash and dumpsters. So also encourage your neighbors and town businesses to secure their trash, because that's what this was. This bear, there are apparently laws in Telluride about how you are to dispose of and secure your trash to keep this from happening. So this wasn't tourists. This was the locals.
2: This was an urban bear, you know. He'd go over to Five Guys, get some peanuts and French fries,
0: head
2: <laughs> on down to Applebee's for some onion rings and green beans.
0: <laughs> he'd go get a blooming onion at Outback.
2: <laughs> Take the L train back into the city.
0: God, yeah, that I love bear's Outback. got a hell of a commute.
1: <laughs> I used to love yeah. Outback. I think I think COVID hit Outback really hard. Like they
2: really, you think the supply chain has affected the quality of the ingredients?
1: <laughs> I do. I do, which is saying a lot. For Outback, because it was never like, like, it's the kind of steak where you're like, this is cow, right? Like this, (laughs) we're sure. And now it's just like, this is not a cow. This, yeah, this is aardvark or something. What am I eating? (laughs) Which, come on, aardvark would be so much more expensive. (laughs) All right, let's talk about Ohio if we must. Very interesting story out of Ohio. The same Ohio River Valley where the Wright brothers pioneered human flight. Will soon be manufacturing
2: flying taxis. Are they really doing? Are they doing it at Kitty Hawk?
0: Yeah,
1: I think that's where the first flight happened.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, we both we both were wrong on that. I thought it was for sure the same place. (laughs) Yeah,
2: me too. I read I read a bunch of books about the Wright brothers when I was a kid, but I guess it's all fucking gone now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know much about the Wright brothers.
2: I know that they came up with the design for the flexing wing with a cardboard inner tube box when they were playing with it.
0: And yeah. one of them was named Wilbur. Yeah, that's dope. Or It was Orville and Wilbur.
1: That's right.
2: Yeah, the this, pussy smashers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this story to me feels a lot like when those UFO videos first came out because that's a thing that was supposed to like really rile the public up, and we were all just like, Are they going to get Trump out of office? Because if not, we don't (laughs) fucking care at all. And now after the Internet for decades complaining about us not having our flying cars like we were promised, now we apparently have them and no one gives a shit. (laughs) <laughs> they're
2: called uh, I actually kind of follow this shit or I'm uh, off and on. I'll kind of look into it. They're, they're called VTOLs, VTOLs, vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. Yeah. And it's actually fucking pretty amazing what some of these things can do with some of the technology that already exists. I mean, it literally just looks like a Blade Runner flying car. Um, It's essentially a giant drone with four helicopter blades in each right. corner causing it, you know yeah the equilibrium or whatever but um you know they've already got sky taxis and sky shuttles and buses planned with these things and uh i do think they're going to start popping up for rich people sooner than later
1: yeah the plan with these is to have like a ride share service in place yeah. by 2025 yeah which that's quick that's yeah, yeah that's,
0: quick. that's that's less than two years away
1: <laughs> yeah and yeah connor already mentioned this, but if you're at home wondering, well, what's the difference between this and an airplane, it's that vertical takeoff and landing, like what helicopters do.
0: Better. I feel like if they start using this for like postmates and stuff, that could be interesting too. <laughs> it's just like, oh, can you airdrop me some jersey bikes? <laughs> like I need <laughs> I need someone to I need someone to land on my roof and get me uh like I don't know. I feel like I mean it's it's cool, but it, I think it's definitely gonna have to be limited to spacious places like i'm thinking about my street and where one of these would land <laughs> Like, and it doesn't seem like it'd be very feasible uh but i could imagine you know places like malibu there where you have you know land it would be they're, doable they're gonna, they're gonna need like a helipad yeah
1: yeah yeah one of the things they mention in this article as a possible use is to do this at like parking garages where okay you know, you park there and then to get to your destination, wherever in the city, you just hop in a fucking sky taxi and get there. Which I just saw a news story about a girl who was the understudy to someone who was playing Jasmine in what's that fucking Disney movie? Uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, Ariel. And, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what fucking play she was in. But uh she was the understudy and they like reached out and were like, hey, we need you to play Jasmine tonight. And yeah. she was on a fucking plane and the fucking airline one bumped her up to first class so she could get out right away and then arranged for a helicopter to take her into Manhattan. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> wow.
1: It's like I can't even get an airline on the goddamn phone when <laughs> I need to.
0: <laughs> and they, and they will, they will play fly Jasmine. Them. Yeah. yeah, why haven't, Why aren't you the understudy in Aladdin, right? Now? Yeah, Aladdin,
1: that's what it was. Yeah, I've, I've never seen any of those fucking Disney movies. I was, I was, even as a kid, I didn't like kids' movies. It was weird. Yeah, I, I kind of
2: resented them. I'd be like, oh, of course you think I like this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like movies like Platoon. <laughs> I did. I had a Platoon poster in my bedroom when I was like, Nine How did I nail that
0: exactly? That was such ten. a random pick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was just because it was free at the video store. They were just like giving it away. Oh, I was great. Like, Fuck yeah, I'll put an anguished Charlie Sheen on my wall. Why not? <laughs> I'll
2: tell you one thing. Kobe would have been all over this shit.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Kobe would have loved this. Yeah, Kobe would have loved this.
1: Kobe loved a fucking helicopter.
2: He loved the rotorcraft in general.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He liked the VTOL.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, because he was V
2: tall. (laughs) He was very tall.
0: That is true.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, Uh, this is coming, everybody. There's going to be flying cars. They travel at up to 200 miles per hour.
0: That was the thing. I was going to say, one, that was a crazy thing that stuck out to me in this article is how fucking fast that thing would go. Because they're like. That would be pretty, I'd be a pretty jarring flight, I imagine. It's <laughs> like you're in a small, like, cause it's not like a plane, which is going like over 200 miles an hour, obviously, but it would feel like you're much lower to the ground. So it's like that takeoff part, but the whole time. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, but it also looks like they're all electric, which is, that's good. Uh, yeah. I think that if this becomes like the way to shuttle people from parking garages or airports or whatever, much better than having a bunch of, You know, I mean, we're, I mean, the planet's done anyway, but it's nice to try to, you know, uh, mitigate some of that damage.
1: Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that thing where Amazon was like, Hey, we're going to start delivering packages with drones. And people were like, no, (laughs) and it's like, okay, so you're mad that Amazon's eliminating like the biggest problem they pose, which is millions of trucks on the streets every day. Like. Yeah, I don't want Amazon flying drones in my neighborhood, but they probably already are. Just not for yeah. delivering packages. Like just combine their facial recognition wing with their package <laughs> delivery wing and fucking get it over with.
2: Let's just go full cyberpunk already. I mean, what are we beating around the bush for?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's happening. Like we're trying to cling to this last shred of humanity. It's like it's not gonna stick.
2: We're all going to, it's like the whole world's going to be Korea. There's going to be like three companies, you know, and if you don't work for one of them, you're poor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to live. And if you work
0: for one of them, you're also poor.
1: Yeah. I was going to (laughs) say that's the other
0: part. Yeah. Unless Um, you own one of them, then you're poor.
1: I welcome the world where my computer and my pots and pans are all made by the same Company. <laughs> like
0: I
2: mean that is way, Amazon basics, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon toilet paper, Amazon battery operated dildo, all of it.
1: And then yeah, how long before also just like Korea, how long before the corporations start field and sports teams? Like mm. all this, I remember during COVID, like Korean baseball for a while was like the only sport happening. So I was watching a bunch of Korean baseball <laughs> and their teams are all like the Kia Tigers, the LG Dinos.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like, the Hyundai fucking yeah. it's like, don't, Hawks. It's like, sh- Hyundai Hawks sounds good, actually.
1: Like, surely you have cities in Korea, right? You can just name your teams <laughs> yeah. after those? This is weird.
0: The Amazon Basics. <laughs> that's, not, that's not bad. That's a good team. All right. They're like the Washington Generals. <laughs> they always lose because they're basic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've been fucking my Amazon body pillow, Let me think about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This next story absolutely blows my mind. If you've been to San Francisco recently, or if you've even just watched social media videos about San Francisco recently, you know that city is having a bit of a crime problem. Like, a friend of mine texted me the other day and was like, hey, I'm going to San Francisco. Do you got any suggestions for things to do it's like yeah don't rent a car and if you do don't park it on the street because someone's (laughs) gonna break that fucking window open and see what's inside
2: i was doing a theater in san francisco like five six years ago and there was a rental car the guy was with the black escalade and we had like a bunch of camera equipment and our backpacks and our laptops in there we went to a diner across the street and we walked back to our car and there's two dudes walking up the hill with our suitcases to their car yeah yeah Ca- totally just, casually strolling. <laughs> just casually smash and
0: grab <laughs> No big D it looks like they made two trips it's one of the craziest examples of wealth disparity like jarring wealth disparity too yeah. like like I think like downtown LA is a big example of that where there's a Ritz Carlton right next to actual Skid Row and then like L uh, San Francisco has that but like on a because the city's only seven miles wide so it's like all of downtown LA like in this like it's how it feels because it is there's like some of the most bougie, like ritzy, most expensive places to live in the world, and also some of the scariest, actual scariest, like sections of a city that I've ever seen. Yeah, I, like a tenderloin.
1: I saw like an actual open air drug market in San yeah. Francisco when I was just there.
0: I was yeah, it's like The Wire. <laughs> yeah,
1: like it's in the tenderloin. Like everyone knows it exists. It's right outside a check cashing place, which brilliant. And, uh,
2: yeah, that's great placement.
1: And if you like read up on like the crime problems San Francisco's having, one of the big issues is police response times where like, yeah, you can call the cops if a crime's happening, but the chances of them showing up in time to do anything about it are like slim to none, which again, makes this next story so unbelievable to me. San Francisco has zero resources to fight crime. But they did recently shut down all of Interstate eighty to save a rabbit. <laughs> how? Like how do they even get there in time? Like did the rabbit also like, like was the, was the, the rabbit like vein. I'm in my car out the side of the road. Can you come get me?
0: Someone, someone called it in from the traffic jam. They're like, I know there's a lot going on, but I saw a little fluffy bunny uh, on the main vein of traffic that permeates through the city. That <laughs> is, is like exactly what
1: happened. Someone called a- San Francisco Animal Care and Control and was like, hey, there's a rabbit on the westbound side of I-80. And instead of them being like, yeah, so? The motherfuckers swung into action showed up shortly thereafter, shut down all westbound traffic coming from the Bay Bridge and successfully saved this little bunny rabbit that they then named Electra, quote, after another female (laughs) daredevil of note. That made me so angry.
2: Yeah. (laughs) This is Electra. It's like when the the cops have time for arts and crafts and shit, you know, naming bunnies yeah i like. there's a chick giving birth in a taxi cab backed up in traffic <laughs> trying to get an escort to the hospital
0: and they're like all right we're at our t- we have we've narrowed it down to five quirky rabbit names now let's, <laughs> we, let's take a break for lunch and then we'll come back and really finish this thing guys did we
2: give miss hops a fair shake did we?
1: <laughs> yeah apparently san francisco is experiencing a boom in its rabbit population due to a combination of people taking them on as pets and then deciding, I don't want this anymore, but hey, it's a rabbit. I can just put it outside. And it yeah, that fine. sounds
0: like some rich San Francisco bullshit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also. And also
2: the, those rabbits are going to die No, I mean, they have oh, 100%. No, yeah. They're, they're like rich kids with no life skills.
1: But also they're rabbits, so they're going to fuck a bunch and make like a thousand other rabbits first.
0: And, and so, then they're going to run into traffic and get hit by a car immediately or just starve to death because how does a rabbit eat in a city? <laughs> it's yeah.
2: Like- <laughs> That's a, it's a much cuter version of the people buying alligators and flushing them down the toilet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Remember that thing in Venezuela a few years ago where they, like, the economy was so bad, they were encouraging people to, like, buy rabbits and eat them? And no. there were all these news outlets that, like, acted like that was a funny story. It's like, that <laughs> is the, the most, most tragic shit I've ever heard.
2: Yeah, yeah they, really they're horrifying. just, like, livestock farming a cute pet.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, rabbits do produce. Rabbits be producing. So
2: <laughs> My friend true. has a pet rabbit, and apparently rabbits have a very, like, strict social hierarchy where, like, the bunny, like, the male bunny is, like, king shit. and You really got to suck his dick. So in order to be friends with the rabbit, you have to, like, bow down to it and get on his level <laughs> and really, like, you have to submit to it like a dog. And, like, groom his face with your fucking knuckle. It's a whole process. Like, rabbits are bougie, pretentious creatures.
1: Yeah, I had a pet rabbit briefly as a kid, and we had it outside in a cage, and the tornado sirens went off. They did a test of the tornado sirens, and the rabbit freaked out and ran into the side of the cage so hard, it broke its fucking neck.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: I was devastated. Like yeah, that was awful. Because it also just, like, died so slow. And like, uh, yeah, uh, but couldn't move. I was nine. Oh my God. Brutal.
0: No wonder you are the way you are.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I've, I've heard, heard
0: it. hamsters sneezing and giving themselves heart attacks, but that's a new level.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy.
0: Just, just sneeze so hard, it startles you and then your heart stops. Could you imagine being that weak of a creature? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Because sneezing
2: rules. I fucking Sneezing's love sneezing. great. What am I? Sneezing? Don't they say it's like one-tenth of an orgasm?
0: Uh, they call it the little death. No, that's, that's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs>
1: all right. Yeah, it's something like that. All right, last story. Let's talk about a place I'll be visiting soon. South Dakota. Woo! A business in Brookings, South Dakota, recently fell victim to a scam that victimizes a very specific demographic, and that is people who inherently trust the police, which... I don't know why I'm not pulling these scams myself. Yeah. Like There yeah. are just some people in the world who, once you say police, they like melt. And they're like, okay, right. we'll do whatever you say. There's, I watch
2: that show, Telemarketers, and they talk about you need to have the cop voice. And I feel like, Adam, you could pull off a pretty good cop voice.
1: Yeah, I think I could do a convincing cop voice. And yeah, that Telemarketers documentary is great. It's on
0: yeah i have that in my queue is that good i should watch that it's really good
1: yeah it's about the biggest telemarketing scam in history which i think is still happening where these groups call people pretending sort of to be soliciting money for the local police when they're really just doing it for themselves and like they play some of these recordings and you get motherfuckers who are like yeah, man, I'm I'm on your side. All this stuff about police killing black people and then having to go to jail for it. Will you take a check? Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm so glad you're getting scammed right now. Fuck you yeah, that's ever.
0: And that's what this that's what this sounds like is in, in South Dakota, someone is is just getting these random calls of somebody being like <laughs> hey, hey people, I'm I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, it's, I love I love the story so much.
1: Yeah, what happened in this case? Someone called this business. They don't name the business in the article, and they were pretending to be an officer with the South Dakota State Police. The caller said the employee's help was needed with a sting operation to recover <laughs> money stolen from the business. It's so funny. <laughs> and this absolute dipshit was told to take cash from the business, drive to another business, and load a bunch of money link debit cards with varying amounts of money. And the silly motherfucker actually did it.
0: He wants to be a cop so bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you want to be a secret agent? Come help us with this secret sting. Don't tell anybody it's very secret.
2: Like, this is such a Michael Scott thing to actually believe you're a secret agent, you know, that you've been deputized.
1: It's like the police don't do that. The police are not (laughs) going to call you and be like, hey, there's no one else we can trust except for you, (laughs) HR. (laughs) What's your name? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Who am I speaking with? You're the only person I can trust.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, it really is. Like, it, it has to just come down to that. It just has to come down to, like, getting the right person on the phone who hears the word police and just gets a boner immediately. It's yeah, like,
2: they're out there.
1: Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah, this does remind me of a thing I saw at a CVS once. There was an old woman in line ahead of me, and she was buying a bunch of, like, GameStop, gift cards or something and the cashier was ringing them up and in the middle of it she goes wait why do you need these (laughs) and the woman was like well i got a phone call from a young man and the cashier was like all right no 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 i got a phone call from a young man (laughs) (laughs) and like the cashier shut that shit down and was like lady you are being scammed
0: hero that is that is pretty sweet
1: but uh, that's also probably the exception. I think a lot of times scams like this just work.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I, it, you always hear about old people getting scammed on the phone. And I think the crossover between old people and people who like the police is pretty much a perfect circle. <laughs> yeah. So it is It is kind of, it is, you don't want to, yeah, yeah, this is one where you get a little more annoyed about, the source because but then you go oh they get tricked all the time because they don't understand technology or whatever it's like yeah
2: it happens to my grandma like every week she's a really? cab like don't get me wrong she's yeah. not with the cops she's totally a cab but she'll get the like you won money thing sure. mm. yeah or like there's oh this account you know it's just some random and she almost always- like we're
0: gonna shut off your I get the one sometimes I mean obviously I just hang up immediately but I get the automated oh, your water is going to be shut off in the next six hours if you don't make a payment because you're behind. I'm like, you don't think I pay attention to my bills even a little bit? Like, I know, again, yeah. like, this is not how this is handled at all. Yeah. But that yeah. gets people, they're like, oh, shit, my I, I need electricity. I better send some money.
1: Yeah, the ones I get the most or the ones I like the most are when I get those scam calls where someone will be like, well, if you don't settle this debt, we're going to send someone out to your place of business to your to your workplace, and I'm like, fucking come to my workplace in <laughs> my house. Like, you mean you think you're going to embarrass me in front of my boss? I embarrass <laughs> no, no, myself in front and- of my boss all the time. I'm my we're gonna
0: boss. Come, we're going to come while you're recording a podcast. And we're going to eat into another microphone,
1: and it's going to be <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you would get to me. So yeah, uh, a cab. Don't. Don't trust the police, especially if they're calling, asking for money. Uh, <laughs> don't trust anyone who's calling, asking for money. No. And uh, I think that's our episode, right?
0: I think so. I think so. We all calls are bastards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Just don't answer the phone. What is this? The 80s? Yeah. Who's trying to call you? Yeah. Who's answering phone calls these days? Gross. <laughs> Retro. Yeah. Yeah. Throwback. So thank you both for doing the pod. I appreciate it. Thank you. What do we have Thanks, to plug Adam. before we get out of here? I already mentioned the show November 10th at the Sardine tickets will be on sale soon. Keep your eyes peeled for that. And adamtoddbrown.substack.com. You can uh, read my writings there. I haven't written anything too recently, but I'll be back to it soon. And now uh, what else do we got to plug Connor? What do you got?
2: Oh, boy, the Mean Boys podcast is back. The Notorious yeah. Scripted Comedy Podcast is back online. Uh, it's a late night show with monologue jokes, sketches, and games every episode. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I just put out a, a one-hour comedy special live in Tucson on my YouTube channel, Connor McSpatten live in Tucson. Check that out.
0: Yeah. Kevin, what do you got to plug? Hey, I'll be at Home Cooked Comedy in Pasadena on October 11th. I'll be seeing Run the Jewels on October 12th, <laughs> which I'm very excited about. Uh, And then uh, the next Avatar 2 comedy show is October 21st at the Good Night in North Hollywood. That's a great show. You should go to that. You should go to that. And, Connor, you should do that show sometime. I'm super down. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that off mic.
1: (laughs) Oh, hey, don't mind Uh, me. No, it's fine. I already booked you. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm doing December, right? (laughs) Yeah. Fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you book me twice? (laughs) Book me
0: again. Um, oh, and at, at KB Anderson, yo, on um, Blue Sky because Twitter's gonna be gone by the time this episode's out.
1: <laughs> oh, you're on Blue. I'm on Blue Sky. Yeah, it's
0: fine. It's all right.
1: Yeah, I got some invites. Probably gonna hand them out to my various podcasts so we can get
0: Blue Sky. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here, Connor. Say goodbye.
2: Goodbye, everybody.
1: Kevin, say goodbye.
0: Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>
1: goodbye, everybody. We love you.
0: i are going